I'm so beyond grateful to have you here and I'm feeling really excited for the first episode where I'll be touching on my philosophy around creativity and spirituality in business. Before we dive into the content, I want to take this moment to acknowledge the lands on which this podcast has been recorded. This podcast has been recorded on Wurundjeri lands of the Kulin Nation and I respectfully pay thanks to elders past and present who have been sharing their creation and art for more than 60,000 years. Hello and welcome to the Outcast Creatives Podcast, a space and community for the creative misfits and rebels of this world. I'm your host, Pip Laker, a creative business coach with a spiritual approach, and I'm here to metaphorically catch you when you fall or feel like giving up, while inspiring and empowering you to courageously show up, shine your light, and make a living out of your art. Join me in each episode to debunk creative myths through mindset, energy, and spiritual practices, as well as interviewing and hearing the stories of other creative entrepreneurs. Well, are you ready? Then let's get started with today's episode. This episode's topic is all around creativity, spirituality, and business. Are they friends? Should they go together? Do they belong together in business? I've spent my life mastering my craft in creativity, spirituality, and in more recent times, business, and I thought the beliefs that I've recently developed around these topics could inspire you too. So let's dive deep into what I believe about all three. Just a quick disclaimer though, the information in this podcast and the other episodes of this podcast are based purely on my personal experience and experimentation with creativity and spirituality, and are not medical advice. If you're experiencing struggles regarding mental health, please seek appropriate advice from a medical professional. Firstly, I believe that we are all creative and that it lays dormant until you choose to ignite the spark of flow. And just like anything new you'll learn, you'll fumble, make mistakes, experiment and grow. And the creative journey is definitely not for the faint-hearted, although I think we are generally seen as the more sensitive types in this world. But it's time for us to develop some grit as creatives because we have been told too many myths about creativity and how we get to show up in this world. So if you have ever been told and bought into the stories that you can't make a career out of creativity and it's just a hobby, that you won't make any money as an artist and you'll always be broke, or that you can't make a business out of your hobby or passions in life and you're ready to stop buying into these societal stories, then stick around because you are going to love proving the naysayers wrong after listening to the episodes of this podcast. Okay, so we're talking about creativity, we're talking about spirituality, we're talking about business. And I wanted to bring up this topic first because for me, creativity and spirituality have always been so intertwined. Even though I have had some struggles identifying as a spiritual person, um, which is probably an episode for a later date, but you know, this topic is very vulnerable to me because a lot of the things that I believe and practice are seen as quite taboo to a lot of people. Even coaching is this new field that's coming through and a lot of people think that it's placebo. But I wanted to let you know that for thousands of years, (laughs) thousands, maybe hundreds, hundreds of years, professional athletes have had coaches and these coaches have helped them perform at their best. So, If you want to perform at your best in whatever field it is, then hiring a coach is going to help you do that. But I want to get back to the reason why I was feeling a bit vulnerable around my spirituality. And I scripted the the script for this episode and 
I almost didn't make it my first episode. I, I questioned myself and I was like, oh, like, is this what I want to talk about in my first episode? Is this going to set the right tone? Will people connect with it? I had all those things coming up in my mind. And there's this book that I was going to touch on throughout this throughout this podcast episode, and it's called The Artist's Way. So The Artist's Way is this book that was well, the program was developed in the late 80s, but the book was published in 1994, which is the year that I was born, funnily enough. And this book gets you to rediscover who you are as a creative person, and it's very healing. So over 12 weeks, you you go through this book and you do these things called morning pages. So it's just three pages of conscious stream writing. So that's just writing where you're not looking back at it. You're not questioning it. You're just writing whatever comes out and letting it be on the page. And part of this book as well gets you to not read the words back until you've been through the 12 week program. Along with the morning pages, you have activities each week that get you to unblock your creativity and you also take yourself on artist dates. So this could be like going for a walk and wanting like with the intention of being inspired or maybe going to like a craft store and buying a whole bunch of supplies and making something new. It's all about creating from, you know, this space of enjoyment and and bringing the fun back to creativity again. And the reason I nearly didn't make this my podcast episode, as I was saying at the start, was because I was feeling a little bit vulnerable. Then the day after I wrote the script, I decided I'll sleep on it. I won't record it right away. I watched a film. This film was called Look Both Ways. It's on Netflix. It's a chick flick. It's very cute. Nice storyline. I'm not going to ruin it for you. But there was this one scene in the book and it was kind of an irrelevant theme, sorry, irrelevant scene, but I happened to be watching at that particular time and this person threw a book from like the rooftop or a balcony down to the bottom level. So it was obviously an apartment building or something like that and they, were, they wanted the people downstairs to be quiet. But for some reason, the book that was thrown down in this scene of the film was the book The Artist's Way. Now, as soon as I saw this, I was like, okay, that's a sign. I, I should definitely be making this my first podcast episode. And I took it as a sign to do it, even though I was feeling really vulnerable. So here I am. That's my story <laughs> to begin with this. And, you know, sometimes you've just got to take that leap and do the things that scare you. And even if it's a little bit imperfect, you just show up and do it anyway, because that's where the best transformation happens. Getting back to The Artist's Way, this is a book that was given to me quite a few years ago, and I actually kept it on my bookshelf collecting dust for a while. But for some reason, at the start of the year, I was drawn to it and I started working through the morning pages and the activities and it was so, so, so powerful for me. So I just want to take this moment to invite you, if this is a book that you already own and it's also been sitting on your bookshelf for years and you haven't started it, then pick it up and start working through the activities And if it's not on your bookshelf, but you're feeling really curious or interested or intrigued, then I would suggest going out and purchasing yourself a copy because 
If you are feeling creatively blocked or you just want to believe that you are creative and find some sort of outlet again or even just connect back to yourself through writing, then this is definitely going to help you. In the book as well, I mentioned at the start, you you learn to write your, your morning pages, which is just your streams of consciousness. And recently I was at the NGV, the International NGV, and I went to the queer exhibition and I was looking through the artworks and there was a lot about Virginia Woolf. And at this exhibition, I found out that she was the first person that brought streams of consciousness writing to the world, or she sort of birthed this idea into the world. So this was another moment where I was like, okay, there's lots of signs going along around here um, as to why this should also be the first topic that I speak about. One of the other concepts from the book, The Artist's Way, is it speaks of creativity as being this channel that you have with God, the universe, your higher self. And although I don't necessarily believe in one almighty God, I do believe that we each have a higher self. So much so that in a moment of shower clarity, the business name Studio Soul Star came through so clearly that I jumped out of the shower went to my desk, started journaling about it and was drawn to registering it as my business name within the hour. And I did have a little moment here where I questioned it and I thought I'll pull some cards. So I pulled some cards. These are my Rebecca Campbell Work Your Light deck. It's a really beautiful deck if you're wanting to start out reading some oracle cards. And the card that I picked was all about diving in and and just doing it and just trusting. So the funny thing is, and the reason I brought this up is that your soul star is said to be your connection to your higher self. So my business is all about connecting to your higher self so that you draw down your own sense of creativity, your own sense of inspiration, your own ideas into this world. And you make a business doing what you love and, and following your passions. So discovering this book, The Artist's Way, at the start of the year, plus this shower moment of clarity where I was playing with this idea of turning the magnet on for more clarity in my brand, these two together were confirmation and the permission slip that I had been looking for that allowed me to be the creative and spiritual versions of me in my business. And in fact, I believe that they were one of the same. So for a little bit of context, I just want to share my story with you. So my creative background is in art and textile design, and now I'm a creative business coach with a spiritual approach. And I've been building my business from my ever-evolving passions for the last eight years. So this has been everything from a textile business to a graphic design business to being a brand coach. And now I have finally landed on the perfect title for me, and that is a creative business coach. But that's not where my journey began. So I've been creating pretty much since I could walk and as a young child, I would spend hours painting, drawing, coloring or doing crafts. When I was seven, I had my first taste at entrepreneurship and I used to set up a little table out the front of my parents' house and sell handmade cards for a small fortune to people who walked past. I've also always felt a little bit different, a little bit of an outcast, you might say, which is why I named the podcast the Outcast Creatives Podcast. 
And throughout school, art became my savior, especially when I was a teenager and I couldn't express what I was feeling through words. I could express it through the pages of my journals, whether that be scribbling song lyrics down or drawing or illustrating or painting with watercolors. In year 12, I used my art folios to understand my relationship to spirituality, dreams, and nightmares. So the pages of my journal explored all areas of religion and spirituality from, you know, Chinese philosophies. I think I even went to to like a hallelujah church and experienced that, which was definitely, definitely eye-opening uh, to be around that. And yeah, it just really helped me discover who I was as a person and and where I fit into this world. And I think since year 12, I, so yeah, over the last 10 years, my life has been this ever evolving series of events from going to art school, because I always knew that I wanted to do something creative. I just didn't know what. So I, I went to art school where I did nine different areas of art. And then I did a three year textile degree And while I was at uni, I learned meditation and psychic development and Reiki. I also had odd jobs in retail, IT, and I was a milliner's assistant for about five years, which was really cool. I loved that creative job. And then in 2020, everything changed. So at 24, my psychic mediumship teacher predicted that I was going to be on path by 26. And I don't know if that advice just guided me to make that reality because I decided in that moment that I would be on path at 26 or if there was some truth to the woo-woo ways of the universe. But when I turned 26, I had just started studying a six-month course in mind-body medicine where I learned a range of modalities from NLP to hypnotherapy and kinesiology to name a few. And I remember really distinctly this quote my mentor at the time had said to me. And then not long after a friend said it as well, which really confirmed it for me. And that is that the best time to plant a tree is 25 years ago or right now. So at 26, I had planted my new tree and everything in my life really started to come into alignment. So all of the past versions of my business made sense because they all taught me something as well as, you know, realizing, and the reason I'm sharing this story with you is realizing that creativity and spirituality have always been so intertwined for me. So as a child, I was connecting to my own sense of inspiration through imagination by spending hours in a creative bubble. As a teenager, I used creativity to open up to my spiritual side, as well as when I was in uni doing my textile design degree, that's when I started going to psychic and meditation classes. And, and also I learned Reiki. Now, if I have lost you in the seas of Wu, I want to bring it back down to earth for you with the philosophy I have created from my experiences in life, that we all are creative. And if you're creative, you're also spiritual. So think of inspiration as your connection to spirituality. Some might call it intuition, creative thinking, or just having really great ideas. It doesn't matter the label because really it's all one of the same. And the concept that I really do want to get across throughout this podcast and throughout my business is to call it whatever makes you feel comfortable. So let's break this down a little bit. 
And what I mean by that is let's figure out what it means to have a creative and spiritual business. So as a creative business coach with a spiritual approach, it's my job to equip you with the tools that will help you build your spiritual toolkit. And what I mean by spiritual toolkit is working on your mindset and your energy. So I have learned mindset modalities such as NLP, hypnotherapy, and positive psychology, and I marry that with energy modalities such as EFT, kinesiology, timeline therapy, and energy psychology. And I've found over the years that it's your mindset and your energy that are so important in business. And that's firstly working on your mindset. So that's going to help you break down and rewire those societal creative beliefs that I shared at the start of this episode, or maybe it's a money story you've been carrying or a self-worth story, whatever it might be. And secondly, you're going to work on your energy. So people buy your energy, they don't buy your product. So they're attracted to why you do what you do and who you need to become to be successful. This is the kind of stuff that you really want to be stepping into and aligning your energy to because that's going to help you become magnetic in your content while also helping you connect to the possibilities and opportunities that are always so accessible for you. And my third point is it helps your business because you're doing things in a way that is so different from the ways that we have been taught. There is no one size fits all in business. So integrating all three allows for a really holistic approach. You get to build a business that feels so authentic to you and so soul led from your passions, your human design, your quirks, your personality, your values, your skill set, your way of doing and being you. So by working on your mindset, energy, and strategy, you can unleash your creative power by getting really clear on your dreams and visions. Working with a coach will also help you to set achievable goals that you reach and also help you find direction with your passion. So, you know, as a creative, it's so easy to have hundreds, if not thousands of creative ideas, but, you know, what one thing are you focusing on and, and bringing into the world at a time? And then by building your spiritual toolkit, as I mentioned before, you're learning to rewire and reframe your unhelpful thoughts. You're stepping into the energy of abundance and you're connecting to your own channel of inspiration. Marry that lastly with that amazing, authentic business strategy that we're developing and your unique creative style and voice will come through and you'll start to feel so excited to show up and share soul-led content. And lastly, you get the permission to be all of you. So for a quick recap, Creativity, spirituality, and business do go together because you get to decide that they are one of the same because your mindset and beliefs determine your results. Your energy is what attracts people who are like you to your business. And I want to finish off with this last point. Your business, your creativity, and your magic won't be for everyone. You're not going to be everyone's cup of tea and that's okay Create the reframe today that for every one person who doesn't vibe your creative business, there are a hundred people who do. Okay, I've loaded you up with a lot of woo-woo today, but I thought I'd start off strong in my beliefs. In the next episode, I'll be talking about creative blocks and how to overcome them. So stay tuned for that episode and speak soon. This podcast was brought to you by Pip Laker at Studio Soulstar. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Outcast Creatives Podcast. If you love the content and felt inspired, your reviews are always appreciated. And if you feel called, come and find me on Instagram and TikTok at Studio Soulstar. Until next time, remember to keep dreaming and creating.